My name is Eddie, and this is an interlude on pain. We've all felt pain, but I remember being a child and my mom telling me not to touch the fire or jump down the stairs because I'd be in pain. Then we told them we'd listen, but the curiosity rose up in us and ultimately led to our pain. I think pain is always hard to talk about. The language around suffering being taught to us says, suck it up or get over it. Whether for shame, pressure, anxiety, or even embarrassment, we comply. We put on smiles and walk it off. Guess that's why it becomes harder and harder as adults to acknowledge the suffering that we feel, whether it's physical, mental, or spiritual. It's also true that sometimes our pain comes from a place so scary that we don't want to say it out loud, talk about it, or even admit it's true to ourselves. We feel safer avoiding our feelings because it shields us from pain, when in fact, avoidance and the inability to express and experience emotions might be the very thing that's keeping us stuck and confused. I guess that's why James found it so important to write about suffering in the Bible. Not just to give us an understanding of it, but a language to approach it with. He writes about so many forms of suffering, from family deaths, economics, failures in the church, corruption of governments, human greed, the list really goes on. Sometimes the cause of pain is particular, sometimes vague. Sometimes it rests with us, sometimes with others. But the one parallel they all share is that those who encounter the trials are suffering and are looking for help. This is the people that James writes to in the book of James. And the first thing he says to address their pain is that when they meet trials of various kinds, they should count it all joy. At face value, that sounds like the worst thing you can say to someone in pain. But James doesn't mean that we live in denial and that we're in a continual state of fake happiness. You know what, the Bible never encourages faking it or denying your emotions. In fact, the Psalms gives us permission to be honest about what we're feeling and to tell God about it. Faking is never required. But what James says is something more complex and sophisticated. He doesn't say, it is a joy, but instead, count it as a joy. He doesn't ask you to dismiss the pain or the emotions, but he is asking you to consider all of that and still know that the pain that you feel is an integral part of the human story. And your ability to experience, endure, and grow from it is what builds your story. And that's how you count it as a joy. Because there is no humanity without joy or sadness. The only way you can comprehend the weight of sadness is because you have once felt the lightness of joy. Both are part of the human experience and cannot exist without another. And yes, the journey might seem less than ideal, but James writes that the result of your pain is that it produces perseverance. Because in the pain is where your faith is tested and what you believe has a chance to become what you do. So, what is God teaching you through this pain? Do you still trust that in your pain, God is still who He says He is? 
Because even in your suffering and when you're at your worst, God still sees you as that same child He died for and will come back for. I know, it's hard to say that God is good when a situation is bad. But that's because sometimes our human view of what is good and what isn't is so limited. And we think that goodness is defined by what we see and feel, when it really isn't. Goodness is defined by who He is. And His plans for you are good. Want to prosper you and not to harm you. He is the God that sees you in your pain. He is the shadow you find rest in. In your pain today, I hope that you know that God is good and you are good to Him.